Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota on Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington. Home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. It's time for the Catholic Hipster Podcast with my dad, Tommy. And our son, Sarah. I hope you like it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting Catholic Hipster Podcast. My name's Tommy. On the west coast of these United States of America... And on the other side of that very same country, Sarah Vabulous. Sarah, what's up? What's up? It's the day after St. Patrick's Day. Do you have a headache? Not at all, because <laughs> I gave up alcohol for Lent, so I'm oh, good. I, for- I forgot about that. You killed my joke. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I hope you had a good St. Patrick's Day. It was pretty cool. We had corned beef, so what's up? You know what? You can't do much better than that. No, you definitely on a cannot. Friday no, in Lent no. for people who are listening to this in the future and don't remember. <laughs> so awesome! Yeah, I had a Reuben sandwich for lunch, but I did have fish for dinner. So that's still good. That's good. Yeah. Fish for dinner is a great call. Uh, always, especially when it's um, fried fish. Yeah, heck yeah! Heck. So tell me about your fish fry. Oh man! So my church—I go to the cathedral here in Atlanta, and for the first time ever, we're having fish fries at the church. Um, and we have, you know, typical fish fare, but we also do salmon, so super fancy, um, you know. That is, that yeah, is really super fancy. fancy. Um, so there's baked fish, there's fried fish, hush puppies, obviously, uh, mac and cheese. Okay. <laughs> Let's go again on hush puppies because I have no idea what Wait, that is. Wait, what? Have you, I think on a previous podcast you may have told me because I said I have no idea what that is. It's but... like little balls of cornbread fried. It's so good. Mm, that does sound. Oh, they're tasty. so good. If you have you ever eaten at Captain D's or um, what's that other one? That fast food fish. <laughs> you mean Long John Silver's? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> hey, remember when they followed us on Twitter? Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> I, we got to check to see if they're still on board. That was was that last Lent? Yeah, it was. That was last year. <laughs> that is so funny. We got to try and get them back on back going for see if they're back for another Lent. You know, oh, for, for sure, Alex. for sure. But they have them too. Uh, Long John Silver's has hush puppies as well. There you go. Maybe I'm going to have to figure out where one exists around here and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, and then all the typical uh fair as far as macaroni and cheese mashed potatoes we had cabbage and corned beef last night as well so um but yeah just a lot of fun more than 300 people show up and um just really good just a great community building time and we had irish dancers last night cool that's very appropriate super cool because armand senior so our pastor he is um irish like legit came here from ireland uh because atlanta um, used to be, um, I guess probably still is, one of the dioceses served as a mission <laughs> diocese for Ireland. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we have a lot of Irish priests here in Atlanta, which is a lot of fun. That's so cool. Yeah, that's that's very, very neat. I, and I wouldn't have pegged Atlanta for that Irish of a town. So props to Atlanta. Yeah, totally. I mean, Savannah's the really Irish city. It has one of the biggest St. Patty's Day celebrations in the country really yeah i don't think the parade's as big as chicago but i think it's almost there 
You learn new things on the Catholic Hipster podcast every single time. That's why you got to keep clicking that link. My mind blew up. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a good, it's a good, it's a good Lincoln to be talking about uh, the topic of parish life. Um, I think it's, you had, you had sent out a tweet that made me think of this the other day where you were talking about like, what's the one thing or right that your parish could do to kind of make communication better. And it just made me think about all the hilariousness of life in parishes these days. So much hilariousness. Well, you know, we're going to have a parish priest on the podcast today. Um, and so I think he's joining us in just a second if we want to have that conversation with him. Heck yeah, let's do it. So we're going to take this quick break faster than ever, and then we'll be right back with a real life parish priest. <laughs> Not your parish priest, though, probably, but maybe, maybe. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> I think it's time for a break now. everybody i'm so excited to introduce you to one of my favorite priests and if you've never heard of him before well now you do so this is father kyle sanders he's from the archdiocese of new orleans currently one of the parish priests because we're talking about parish life today at saint philip neary um he's also the chaplain at one of the all girls catholic schools there founded by saint somebody he just told me and i forgot (laughs) (laughs) he also has the best laugh in the entire world father kyle sanders Uh, welcome (laughs) thank you sarah thank you sarah mother cabrini for the record oh yeah yes Yes. see see, tommy this is why i need tommy he's my support (laughs) i never forget saint francis cabrini because of uncle buck uh she makes an appearance she's referenced in the movie uncle buck and so really yes uh, i have to watch this movie again because i don't remember that at all when he's like throwing the birthday party for like uh for his nephew and Mm -hmm. he has like a clown show up and the clown has been drinking and he can like smell the alcohol on him and he calls the clown out on it and the clown says like what are you like mother cabrini or something and and they get him like a fist fight so Wow. wow that must that's okay (laughs) awesome well um yeah so father kyle before you joined we were talking about um just parish life and i I mentioned i went to the fish fry last night so we just thought today we could talk through um parish life community building and the communicating with um parishioners and you know how that's an ever-growing challenge i think um with all the distractions that we all have in the world yeah yeah my parish is kind of you uh well, maybe not unique, but uh, a lot of the way that we communicate with our parish is through the bulletin. Mm. Um, uh, we have—I I would say that we are an older parish, uh, um, and uh, and so that's still a successful means of communication. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of parishioners read the bulletin, and. Uh, <laughs> That wasn't that wasn't the case in my previous parish. Oh, okay. We had to kind of like communicate in a different way, um, but uh, and then our pastor also does robocalls. Uh, really? So when there's like events and things, uh, he'll do a, he'll he'll record a robocall and it'll be sent to every single parishioner in the parish. Um, I got a call yesterday from the parish. I'm like, the pastor is right next to me in my office. Why is he calling? <laughs> <laughs> and then I answer and it says. Please wait for a message from St. Philip Neri Parish. You know, <laughs> um, we have a fish fry tonight. We also have a, uh, a marriage enrichment tomorrow evening. So please come. Um, 
So that's uh, he, he uh, communicates a lot through telephone. There's What's the feedback on that? Yeah. Do you guys like solicit feedback on those those calls? I'm like super curious to hear what people would say. Uh, I'm sure there was feedback. <laughs> <at one> time. <laughs> I, I uh, he's been doing it now for about three and a half years, so that's a it's a normal thing, I guess, that for the people in the parish. Um, and we even do it. Uh, we do it to subgroups too. Like we send it out to the confirmation class to remind them there's confirmation class or um, to uh, different events that are going on for particular groups. So, um, yeah, it it seems to be effective because people tell me all the time, "Hey, I got I got a phone call yesterday um, from the parish." Uh, That's so really cool. kind of used to it now. That's cool. I like it. And yes, you're right about the bulletin. Like no matter how parishes try to communicate you know, flock note, email, phone calls, whatever, like everybody's still grabbing a bulletin. That's, I think, pretty standard. Well, don't yeah, they well, just shove it at you when you're walking yeah, out of church? I mean, do, you actually. can't we really that. miss we it. Everybody. That helps. But, uh, uh, you know, it's also difficult sometimes because uh, people will get, they will grab a bulletin uh, at the or the diocesan newspaper at the beginning of Mass mm. and then I'll oh, no. read it during the homily. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You're like, yeah. people, I spent hours slaving over writing this. Can you please pay attention? <laughs> well, and it, it's worse because uh, I, I have a circle church. So the sanctuary mm. is it's smack dab in the middle of the church. Um, and so not only can I see that, but everybody else in the congregation can too. <laughs> 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 which is, which uh, makes it worse, I think. Uh, oh, poor uh, Father Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, bulletins and newspapers so, definitely shouldn't be shouldn't be read during mass, but people find it very yeah uh, tempting for some reason. I grab the bulletin after, and I'm like, wow, I didn't see anything in here that was so tempting that you wanted to do this instead of the readings from the Bible. But okay, that's yeah, cool. I think I think it's um the uh, a lot of people are just uncomfortable in mass and and oh, reading, that's a good point. Read a newspaper. Reading a newspaper is more comfortable. That's a really good point. I think you're right on. I wonder if they're really reading it or if they're just like it's a comfort thing where they're really paying attention, but they're pretend reading because it makes them feel better. I, I've never done that before, so I don't <laughs> you don't pretend read. <laughs> I don't pretend read. Well, I can't do that. But let's be honest, the stuff in the bulletin are, you know, two to three sentences max because they're just little blurbs about what's going right. on. Right. So it, they they can't get super in depth like like you do. I know Father Kyle, you love yeah. books. So it's not like you with some of your books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but the, I mean the Dasis in the newspaper, there those are good um oh yeah that's true 400 500 word columns easily maybe uh, we can give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they're reading the like intentions of the sick so that they can take those in their hearts to the eucharist or something and pray for that's, them I mean, that's a that's a very charitable thing tommy <laughs> <laughs> you very merciful. i was taking a sip of tea when you said that you almost got me <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very merciful very merciful that's very kermit the try. frog of you gotta try <laughs> Awesome. Well, um, you know, Father Kyle, do you find um I know you're at you're at your second parish now, right? Right. Yeah. Um, did you guys ever use social media or depend a lot more on the website? Because I got I asked this question this week of what are the three ways that a parish can keep in touch with their constituents? Because, you know, that's really what we all are. Um, and I got a lot of consistent feedback with bulletins, so you know, great. But also Facebook yeah. and most people said the website like the website should be the the number one thing 
that you have the mass times on the front page. And, you know, a lot of people also mentioned text messaging, which I thought was so interesting. I, um, so it, it depends on the pastor and how the pastor sees communication. Okay. So, um, we, uh, in my previous parish, we communicated a lot, um, through the bulletin, through announcements, um, and uh, we, I, I, when I got there, I saw the website, and it looked like it had been built in 1997. <laughs> um, so I actually got our mutual friend Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie, oh, yeah. uh, to design a new website for the parish um, and wow, the school. Cool. Um, and so, because uh, I was like, because I, I knew that that was something that was important, especially because in that in that area there was a lot of young families that were coming in, and so there was a lot more young people that were like using the internet. Um, uh instead like facebook is the internet for old people um <laughs> and uh so uh so they were we just uh, lost all our old people by the way <laughs> they all logged off <laughs> bye uh, bye wow <laughs> i'm just yeah anyway just digging my own grave i do that all the time in my homily um <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, I got distracted. Where was I? Oh, uh, oh darn. You said Facebook's host. for yeah. old people. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the no. rails fell off. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, uh, so we started a website and that was really helpful just in, in, in having that, that face, that front um, for the parish. This new parish, uh, I come in, There's uh, they've actually, we have a social media coordinator that we share with two other parishes oh cool um but uh um uh and so he does stuff but i, I don't know if the pastor knows how to use him probably because he doesn't know how to communicate through social media um and everything goes through the pastor so um so we, do, we we kind of post things on Instagram. There's not really Twitter. Do a little bit of Facebooking, although I haven't been on Facebook in three months, so I don't I don't know. Um, Welcome this this podcast all here. None of us do Facebook. No Facebook. <laughs> there we go. It's kind of freeing, actually. Yes, uh, it's very freeing. Twitter too. I haven't been on Twitter in like three months either. I was wondering. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did kind of social media fast kind of just going uh freeing myself from FOMO really <laughs> it's a real you know Sarah thing. we've had you know last time we did the podcast we had a religious sister who told us to fast from social media and how good it was and now we have a priest telling us the same thing I think God's like trying to hit us over the head <laughs> with a two by four or something. so maybe it's you not me I'm good <laughs> All right, fair enough fair enough <laughs> wow that. just kidding i can take that just kidding <laughs> isn't there something about the, the plank in your own eye right which is which is why it's funny <laughs> it's never good when i have to explain my joke <laughs> Uh, I have to do that all the time in my homilies. Uh, I'll make a joke and then everybody and explain like, it. Nice. <laughs> that was a joke. And then they all laugh. And I'm like, are you laughing just because the priest said it was a joke? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because Zachariah is spelled with two C's. Okay, forget it. No. <laughs> uh, Tommy, I know that I think your parish uses Flocknote. Um, Indeed. And I'm curious. Uh, I know you tried to link me up with with your parish to talk about that this week because I'm very much thinking about communication and all this in my brain these days. Um, and I'm just curious to learn more about 
how they use it and how it's useful. I None of our parishes down here, I think, use it, so I'm completely ignorant into the greatness of it. Yeah, uh, they use it by um, – it's, it's basically sending out, like, email sort of newsletters that are targeted okay. based on groups that you sign up for. And it has an ability to, like, interact within the email so that you're not, like uh, – you know, you never get like reply all junk and things like that, oh, like yeah. with emails that people will do. So you can like, it'll be like, do you want to leave a comment about this? And it'll go back to the person who sent the message or oh, they can do polls cool. or they can do like, that's are you brilliant. attending like Evite stuff that kind of comes out, um, but within an email. So you can just say, yes, I'm attending so they can keep track and like post a message or a question about the event. Wow. So they send out like the bulletin stuff ahead of time. Uh, we get a message every time anybody uh, passes away at the parish so that we can pray for them. Um, really cool stuff, actually. Yeah, Flocknote's great. Matthew Sewell, who probably is listening to this, you're awesome. <laughs> All yes. the happiness engineers at Flocknote are fantastic. <laughs> that's what they call themselves? Because that's brilliant. That's their position <laughs> title, happiness engineer. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So that is... There's a company here in Atlanta that they all call themselves huggers. Oh, that's slightly more awkward. But still... <laughs> yeah. well, that's their, all their job titles. It's hugger. hugger. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm sitting next to a box of huggies, so it does oh, kind of go full. Congratulations. Wait, you're full. not in the van? Oh. No, I split time between the van and the baby's room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Pull the curtain back. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think it's time for a break, and then we'll come back and talk about Father Kyle's love of pens, P-E-N, not pens, which, whatever, and uh, put him on the Catholic <laughs> hipster hot seat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the final segment of the Catholic Hipster Podcast. Father Kyle, Sarah, myself, sitting here in different rooms and cities. And all of uh, you. And, oh, yes. right. And all seven of you who clicked on this link. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> okay, quick question, Father Kyle, before we get into your love of pens. Um, pens, Sarah. I know, I just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a question. It's around confession. There was a story in Reader's Digest that just came out the other day that was talking about this kid who was in a coma forever and like how he finally got to go to communion even though he had swallowing problems and stuff like that. And it sparked this conversation between my wife and I wondering about confession and how do people – okay, first question – if can you go to confession to a priest who can't understand what language you're speaking? Mm. Second question, if you can't speak – but you are conscious and want to go to confession, are you able to write down your sins, say if you're mute for some reason due to a brain damage issue, instead of speaking them out loud? What do you think? Um, so uh, the first one, let's go language. Um, I think um, for the confession to be valid, uh, it is not necessary. Uh, I have... Uh, I have heard uh, confessions in Spanish, although I'm not, uh, though I'm familiar enough with it to, to recognize basic sins. I wasn't able to give great advice just because I didn't have the the vocabulary to do that. Um, it, so I think that would be valid. Um, uh, it, it it might not be as helpful as going to someone who is. Uh, speaks the same language as you because then they can communicate better how 
how you can grow or help or give you a better, a more apt penance. Um, so it'd be more fruitful, um, but it would still be valid. As with regards to writing things down, that sounds like a canon law question, and I don't know that answer. I had my my um, intuition is that it needs to be spoken. Wow, fascinating! Because there's, I mean, there's a lot of people who are mute for one reason or another. That's so, true, and I that sort of... I've, I don't know. Catholic answers. Exciting. Let's go there. <laughs> now, now I will say uh, for those say like this child who maybe was in a coma, um, you know, eight years old had received their first communion already. Um, like they, she, they can receive the anointing of the sick, and part of the sacrament of the anointing of the sick is forgiveness of sins. Ah, so there, there's a, there's that aspect. That's why uh, canon law uh, doesn't, you know, the anointing of the sick is intended for those after the age of reason. Um, uh, so there you go, a little Catholic fact. Way to go, Father Kyle. Thank you. I'm glad I could answer it somewhat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That was the hard version of the Catholic hipster hot seat. <laughs> That's right. All right. So tell us about your favorite writing tools. Pens. Um, so I, I was trying to avoid the word. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just run with it. So I, I write. Uh, I use. I like to use fountain pens. I've uh, been using them for about five years. I actually was introduced to a fountain pen um, on a mission trip in Nicaragua. Ooh, very nice pronunciation, by the way. Just to oh, point that out. Thank you. I try. Uh, when we our seminary would, uh, as part of the formation, would actually send the seminarians down for for an eight mission trip um, in uh, Granada, Nicaragua, and uh, they would um, uh, spend eight days there. And so I I was part of that advanced team to kind of make sure everything was was working after the first year that I went. Um, and my final year, uh, there was a seminarian who uh, was an older vocation and um, had brought fountain pens with him to a mission trip. <laughs> and everybody and the rest of his class was making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to bring these really, really fancy pens to a mission trip? Well, you were nuts, man. <laughs> Let's bring a pick. Um, but uh, he was very principled. <laughs> And um, so I kind of like off and on because I wasn't like completely with them all the time because I was doing logistical things. But uh, I, I kind of heard off and on them making fun of him. But uh, on the final night, we go to dinner and he uh, uh, they keep, continue to talk about this. He's like, why don't you try it? And so he had one in his pocket. He took out that and he had a he had a notebook in his back pocket. So he took out the notebook and he's like, try it. And I tried. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing that I've ever experienced. <laughs> <laughs> this is glorious after after this is your right, road to damascus moment right it, here right like, <laughs> it's it was it was a moment of beauty um because oftentimes our writing it's you have to it's you have to fight it you have to kind of push it it's not um it's not something that's enjoyable it's something that's necessary but in this moment writing with this pen um I, we were in a restaurant overlooking uh, a lagoon in uh, Lake Nicaragua, uh, and the background behind the lagoon was a volcano, and the sun was setting. It was just like it, it was like this <laughs> this like beautiful moment, um, and uh, and so after I was like, dude, where can I get one of those? 
so I purchased my first one uh, as a deacon, um, and now I have about 150 of them. Wow, that is so amazing. That I did not expect quickly. you to say that number. It escalated quickly. Uh, and I found this whole community of people that love fountain pens all over the country through social media, through Twitter, through Instagram. Um, and so I got to get to know them. And then I found out that there's this thing called pen shows where you can actually like go and it's like a gun show, but with pens. I like that much better than gun shows. Just <laughs> I haven't had that same moment of beauty, but I do vote for pen shows over gun shows, definitely. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they, um, uh, so like I've been to pen shows and and uh, just hanging out with people and talking with people about pens, and they're kind of like taking it back. Like this priest is uh, this he's normal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, he's normal in as much as we're all strange and we like pens. So, like, that's already passed by. Oh, okay, okay. Like, we're all, like, you're my people. But, like, the fact that you're my people is a priest, like, that just throws people off. They're like, man, like, I thought y'all were nuts and crazy, you Christians. Uh, And uh, you're, like, normal people who have normal things and and, uh, enjoy enjoy things. And uh, so, like, a lot of a lot of what I love about fountain pens is is their beauty and their craftsmanship, uh, and uh, just being able to experience that on a daily basis and remind myself of the beauty uh, of creation and the beauty of the human intellect uh, and what it can create um, for the good of man. Uh, there's one print pen that's not a fountain pen that you know some parishioners have found out that I like pens, and so they sometimes give me pens and. Uh, one of my parishioners went on a trip, uh, and he, th- in the trip he went to Bosnia, and so he brought back this pen that was a ball. It was just a simple ballpoint, but it was made of two um, uh, gun shells, like a, a rounds, uh, empty shells of the rounds, and it was there were two of them fused together, um, and a little clicker on top, you know, to 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 click out the pen. Um, and, uh, well, that's not good timing. Somebody's here for confession or what? <laughs> I, I don't know. Hold on. There's somebody at the door. Uh, we, I'm not expecting this is awesome. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. <laughs> good. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we did not make this up. This is actually happening. <laughs> I like this. This is good. This is parish. We're talking about parish life. <laughs> parish life. You guys, you can't be a parish priest and recording a podcast unless you know, you got to be there for people, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this might be the greatest moment ever on the Catholic Hipster Podcast. But, you know, um, we can actually, Tommy, take a pause um, from Father Kyle while he handles that and thank the three people that wrote us reviews since the last Heck time we yeah. asked for a podcast. Go for it. Three or I'm four, so actually. Um, so we got one that says, we have the dankest memes and sweetest gifs from Catholic Twitter manifested in podcast form. 12 out of 10 would recommend. Very good. Who is that that said that? I don't. Someone whose name is Erickson Prime. Uh, the title of the <laughs> review is "Repent and Submit to the Pope." Subscribe to this podcast. Very good. Very very good. <laughs> um, we have someone who called us awkward, funny, and Catholic. So thanks, Amory Girl, for that. That's the, actually the subtitle of the podcast, I think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyable and relatable by Music Barista. An awesome podcast. Smiley face from Phantom underscore. FLHS. 
Thank you to all three of you. You're amazing. And you were probably all drunk or on drugs when you wrote that. But I still <laughs> I still really appreciate it. I know. I know. It's so great. We have eight five-star uh, ratings and one four-star. Where's my one stars at? Where's like the angry people that want to hate this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, we're we don't want that. So oh right, sorry. Right? Don't do that. Don't well, because if we get more reviews and more ratings, maybe maybe we can break that top two hundred. That'd be so much fun. We should, as long as we're rated above catching foxes. That's all that. Well, I that's care the about. thing is we're not right now, so we really need y'all's help to get this <laughs> up. And yeah, I just I want to be able. to to send a text message to Luke and Michael with a screenshot of us kicking their tail. Heck yeah. Why not? Right. I mean, we all have, this is our rival podcast, Catching Foxes. We got to go after them, (laughs) take them down. Luke from Catching Foxes was in town this week and I, I wasn't able to meet up with him. So I was kind of bummed out because we would have been able to arm wrestle. Oh, that's right. That's how we were going to decide podcast supremacy. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Also, I mean, we're your Catholic. We're Catholic here. Their their podcast has explicit content warnings on, you know, iTunes. So obviously we should be, we would be the Pope's choice at least. Yeah, because we don't curse and stuff. Usually. We had Sergio on one time. We got a little cursy there. Oh, yeah. We had to to bleep some of those. (laughs) Sorry, Serge. True to form. True to form. (laughs) God, this is so exciting. I I know that probably people have turned it off at this point, but I'm so curious as to what this is happening to Father Kyle. I want to know what that doorbell (laughs) ring was. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Let's, uh, why don't we take a break? And then when we come back for the final segment where we say where people can follow us or whatever they're supposed to do. Oh, my God. He's back. Wait, are you back? Are you back? I am. Yeah. Hey, we we were able to talk the entire time. You have to tell us. Tell me. If someone was delivering you a fountain pen, I'm just going to drop the mic and leave. (laughs) (laughs) As awesome as that would be. No, that was a a prisoner who's struggling with a lot of stuff. Um, Well, we will all pray for as soon as you get to this point in the podcast. Please pray for Father Kyle's parishioner. Yeah, his name pause. is Brent. You can you can just pause it and story. toss up a hail mary for Brent. Let's do it. Yes, <laughs> awesome. Well, um, back to pens. Uh, where was I? You were telling us <laughs> honestly. It was right about when you said that when you learned about fountain pens, it was the greatest moment of your entire life, and that you started going to pen shows, and now you just are so into pens, and you have a hundred and fifty million of them. Oh, I was and talking, you were also was... you were about to say what your mailing address was so that people could mail you pens. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> actually, I was talking about that that pen that my parishioner brought from Bosnia. Oh yes. yes. This uh, that they throw were... it in the trash because it's like from Medjugorje. It's too dangerous to have. I wouldn't have it around you at all. <laughs> no. What's beautiful is that they're 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 form they're gun shells like they're they're rounds the shells of the rounds, but it's now a pen, so I can write with it and create something beautiful. I can write something beautiful with something that used to be something that was used to kill. That um, is actually really good and touching. Uh, so uh it that's one of the like a, the beautiful and great things about about writing and and um and and fountain pens and just all of that it's it's these are all opportunities to create beauty to uh to um you know i'm not terribly good at that i'm not great at crafting a a, a poem or um you know prose but uh but it's it has that opportunity and that potential um so that's one of the things i love about it and they're just really pretty to look at um so uh 
Yeah. So all you hipsters out there, stop pounding on your MacBook Pro like an idiot and get a pen and write like you used to back in the day. It'll so, change the world. There, there's, uh, there's something about writing that, uh, that is like, is more human. I, I, I feel more human than than typing than this kind of uh, antiseptic word processor. Um, well, one, Jesus didn't type, right? He wrote in the sand. So he did write in the sand. <laughs> yes, um, we can connect. But, but like your handwriting is your handwriting, even if it's it's unreadable. Like it's your handwriting, so mm -hmm. it communicates something about you. Um, the way that you write, the way that you, the way that it flows, the particular prose, um, the fact that you might need to scratch out a word, and it just like it reveals to you also your brokenness that you don't, you're gonna make mistakes. Like there's that antiseptic of just having the the autocorrect or those other things um, to let you know that you made a mistake. Oh, I need to change that, and so it never looks to anyone else when you give that to, you give whatever you typed to them. It doesn't look well unless you really don't edit it, which does happen. Um, <laughs> I am the chaplain in all girls high school, so <laughs> talking with teachers. Uh, uh, but um, uh, there's just there's there's something like eminently human. Like one of the things that I got into through pens is I have now like thirty people that I correspond with through through letters all throughout the world. Um, you know, uh, uh, a person in. Canada and Australia and the Netherlands and South Africa and the Philippines, like, and wow, that is cool. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Texas, you were the worst of the bunch there. And Texas. <laughs> Next time, uh, just a tip for your homilies: you start with Texas and work your way up to somewhere. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's do the Catholic hipster hot seat, Sarah. We have to pepper okay. him with we intense have to. questions. We have to. We okay. have to. Okay, so Father Kyle, this is our our favorite part of the show because we always forget um, our questions. So we need an intro. We need intro I know, music. I know. I really need to work here. on intro music. Well, or just like a sound effect, like <clears throat> boing or something. I don't know. That hipster hot really bad. seat. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Don't do the boing. Don't. Okay. Well, whatever. Here we are being awkward. They're doing what we do. Um, so, so this is uh, a standard question here on the Catholic Hipster Podcast and the Catholic Hipster Hot Seat, sponsored by Saint Lawrence. Margaritas, salt or no salt? Salt. Definitely. Father Kyle, you saved the podcast. <laughs> All these on the rocks. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Now yeah. I can hang out with Father Kyle officially for sure. <laughs> um, wait. Okay. Next. Oh, if I'm in New Orleans, what's the one food I have to try before I leave? Ooh. The one food you have to try before you leave. Are you a savory or a sweet guy? Uh, savory for sure. Um probably a good cup of gumbo or charlboyed oysters from Drago's which right. are doused in butter and parmesan cheese and garlic oh, well, there you go i was like i don't really like oysters and now that you describe it i'm like yes that does sound good <laughs> that's pretty funny um so do you prefer black or blue ink ooh blue. good one blue oh okay okay Who's your favorite saint or blessed or venerable right at this moment? Saint Cecilia, always and will be. Whoa, there you go. Claimed her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm a musician as well. 
Um, but she was an awesome woman um, and uh, a beautiful saint. So, is she the patron friends. saint of musicians? She is. She gets a she gets a nod in the Catholic hipster handbook. Actually, we talk about her. Oh, sweet. We do. Yes. Is that out? Because I haven't been paying. <laughs> is that out? That's the perennial question. Oh, I think the publisher told me I have to do this. The Catholic Hipster Handbook is available for pre-order on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> the release date is September twenty-second, two thousand seventeen. Awesome. But go get your copy now. Yeah, oh, do oh, it. You should. <laughs> Tommy and I are both in it. Awesome. We are. That's right. I mean, it's Tommy's book, but he let me. And Saint Cecilia, she's yeah. in it too. So, <laughs> so awesome. Oh, sorry. Back to the quick no, no. Back question. to the quick rapid fire questions. Um, yes. Chicken or gator? Oh God, <laughs> they're they're taste similar. So yeah. chicken. <laughs> Tom, Tommy's like, I don't have a question now. That really scared me. <laughs> uh, I'm still here. I'm still here. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Yeah, me too. This has been the worst Lent ever. I just wanted someone to say that. You Thank gave you. coffee up for Lent? Yes. One of the things I gave up for Lent was coffee. I'm drinking tea right now, and it's not doing anything. So I did that in college once, and I took up tea. Um, so I do. Drink- I mean, I like tea. Tea's good. It's just not coffee, and you just it's not coffee. So bad. Yeah. Hmm. This is good. I'm um, nailing it to the cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other question that I can think of is one of our standard go-tos, taco or burrito. Dang, that uh, I don't like fun. beans, so taco. Oh, okay. There you go. You can get burritos without beans. I don't know if I'm going to – I'm like opening up a no, whole new world to you or something. No, Pretty no. I, I know that, but burritos <laughs> are, are – their main ingredient is beans. <laughs> That's true. This is probably true. <laughs> Father Kyle, what's the best place you've ever visited in the United States of America? Whoa. Uh, maybe the Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in D.C. Ooh, good choice. Um, or uh, the Rocky Mountains. Ah, shout out to Denver. Yeah. Are those just in Denver, though? Aren't they? Like- no, but, you know, that's we get people. <laughs> John Paul II went to Denver, so it has first place among the Rocky Mountain areas. Oh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Well, I think we can take you off the Catholic hipster hot seat. I'm so glad you survived. Phew. Turn him over. He's oh done gosh. on this side. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Well, we are so glad to, to have you join us. Well, since you're not doing social media, how can people, if they're interested in learning more about What's your mailing address where they can whatever? send you calligraphy letters? <laughs> they can uh, email me um, at uh, colonel, uh, C-O-L-O-N-E-L, f- the number four, G-O-D, um, at gmail.com. Um, do you have and any questions? Were you actually a colonel, or do you just did you like Kentucky Fried Chicken, or where does so, the colonel come from? My last name is Sanders. Oh my God! Are you serious? Yes. How did that not come up earlier? <laughs> it did, but you weren't paying attention. So I know, but it didn't make. The, I didn't make the Colonel connection. That's. That's. I feel so bad. I didn't. That come was up my with nickname that. in high school. Was Colonel. Uh, actually, a lot of my friends. That's what they called me, and they would call the house and. Uh, they would, say, <laughs> they would the ask colonel the Colonel. 
they would ask your colonel and my parents would be like what are you talking about That's um his so name cool. is uh your son your son <laughs> like we don't know his real name we don't know his name <laughs> he's the colonel <laughs> pretty that, much <laughs> i'm so happy that we got to the bottom of that that's great <laughs> awesome well thank you so much father kyle um you are just a dear friend in my life and now you're tommy's friend too and it's just Yay. great awesome heck yeah kick butt at, at mass tomorrow or today also if you do that Father well the Kyle. deacons are preaching this weekend and i uh so i don't have to uh, kick as much butt but i will is that nice is that like is, i watch when like our deacons come out and i like watch the priest just sitting there and they look so comfortable and content oh not having gosh. to get up because <laughs> you know, i'm an introvert and even though you know i do a lot of preparation like and i might not look like i'm nervous i am like freaking out inside uh every homily so uh to not have that stress is uh at least you for one just relax and yeah do mass uh, we, we don't get to receive very much um because we're giving you know and the lord's pouring out but like to receive wisdom and things like that from uh from someone else is also a blessing as well oh that's that's really sweet <laughs> that's nice to hear <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, Father Kyle, it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And uh, thanks for joining us. Really cool. I am. I am. I feel like I am a hipster now. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was an awesome time that we had with the Colonel, Father Kyle Sanders. Very enjoyable. You guys should look him up on Twitter, even though he doesn't tweet things at all for the last three months. He'll probably be back someday at Colonel number four G O D to get in touch with him. Um, Sarah, that was a blast. It was nice talking about parish life and and actually having an experience of parish life during the interview with the priest. I know it just, you know, the Holy Spirit just continues to crack me up. So that was just there. So, so we just have to remember, like, we got to pray for the priest because look at that. It's like it's Saturday in the morning and he's getting up to go talk to somebody who's struggling and, and he's just willing to do that. So I yes. mean, our priests are just amazing. They are just selfless people and because when someone rings my doorbell, I don't get up. I kind of like, uh, should I just let them leave? Side eye, go away. It's not Amazon. Oh, I don't want you. <laughs> oh, gosh. If you're super bored, you can follow me on Twitter at the GH is silent or go to CatholicHipster.com or go to Amazon and buy Sarah's book and pre-order the book that Sarah helped me write with a bunch of other cool studs. You totally stud should pre-order the Catholic Hipster handbook because it's out for pre-order and um, it's going to be just an awesome book. Um, not by anything that i wrote you can skip every essay that i wrote but <laughs> same here but, but what but what everybody else wrote is just absolutely incredible and um it's going to be a great thing to give anybody whether they're catholic or not catholic um just a really great way to introduce you to some lesser known awesomeness within the church of course you can make beer with sarah's book so that kind of also puts it on um, a one-up yeah totally <laughs> i win just kidding just kidding all right guys well um i'm sarah Vadios. you can find me at catholicdrinky.com as always or on twitter instagram i'm using instagram story now having fun with that so follow me on instagram at catholicdrinky later everybody take care god bless yeah, I apologize for my inability to say pen or pen or pen. Like to me, they're all pen. You're forgiven. We're Christians. <laughs> I don't know what you. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's like it's like P I N and P E N are supposed pen to sound pen? different. Pen and pen. Yeah, they sound the same <laughs> to me. Sorry. Pen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.